Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband. <laughs> I don't know why. Are you okay? What the fuck's the matter with you? I don't know. You're talking like you have an underbite and an overbite at the same time. And braces. I do. And a lisp. I have all of them. Hey everybody! I'm keep that's that's what's happening. No, 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 please let me do no, it again. No, 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 waste too much time. Nope, we're we're this is it. This is the show. This is what it is. Remember when I used to have to do commercials before shows and it would take me like <laughs> forty minutes. <laughs> Why did you guys start doing that? Because you couldn't do them. We were making any money. <laughs> no, it was just it was just worthless. But it was it was just yeah. Hey, if you want to pay... This week's episode of Potswoggle is brought to you in part by EssaysAreEasy.com. Hey, do you have a project coming up this... See, I already fucked it up. Like, I didn't, like, think ahead, but that would be what happened. I'd be like, hmm, I didn't plan what I was going to say, so now I'm muttering like an asshole, and then I would fuck a word up, so... This episode of Potswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment, is brought to you in part by EssaysAreEasy.com. Do you have a project for school and can't come up with the right idea? Then go to EssaysAreEasy.com and they will write your full project for you. Use the code PODSWOGGLE and you'll get 20% off your first purchase. That's EssaysAreEasy.com. Click on the link on the PODSWOGGLE.com banner and enjoy your show. Wrong podcast, douchebag. This episode of Married with Movies is brought to you in part by... If you want to be one of our sponsors, please email us at marriedwithmovies at gmail.com and we would be happy to take your money and advertise you on this show. Subject line, advertise. Don't say we'll take your money. We will happily fuck you in the ass with your money being used for our benefit. And you will, what? And you will never see any benefit from it. No, you will This episode of Married with Movies is brought to you in part by Dildos R Us. Do you have a butt? Do you have a mouth? Do you have a vagina? Yes, it yes, could, and yes. It could use a dildo. Yes. Go to dildosrs.com and choose from over 600,000 dildo varieties. I'm just guessing there's a lot of them. Use this, the, the code THEMULLETS <laughs> and you'll get three extra inches on the purchase of your first dildo. Again, that's Dildos R Us, <sighs> sponsoring Married with Movies. But for Hope real, though. Hope are proud of us. Oh, they don't listen to this show. <laughs> They know better. <coughs> I gotta, we gotta specifically remember now that at any moment mine might because, well, just, you know, she's, she's like, oh yeah, I saw like on Facebook, like this was this week's show. So like I listened to it 
And I'm like, oh, God, what did I say on this show? I have to remember, because we just shit on my mom all the time, because it's fun. It's like a gimmick. It's just a gimmick. Mom, if you're listening, it's just a gimmick. I love you. You know I love you. Um, you don't go back and listen to any of our episodes. (laughs) She won't. She won't. Too too many things to do. Um, (laughs) You know myself. It's February 5th. I'm still fucking sick. My back still hurts. Fuck, man. Horror story killed me. Uh, I hope all of you This horse took his big cock. What is the matter with you? Why are you so filthy? Talking about giant horse dicks and dildos? Unprovoked by me? No! (laughs) I did say dildos. Yeah, I didn't say dildos. I thought you were asking for a suggestion. I was trying to be one of those annoying audience members in an improv show. You are the annoying audience member, period, forever. At an improv show, yelling stupid suggestions in a movie theater, tapping, hey, do you want to go see that? For every preview. Only because I know that it annoys you. Yeah, stop fucking doing it. It annoys me. Gimmick over. No, it's how I get my my joy in life. Annoying you. That's how you get enjoyment in life? Annoying you, yes. Ranks ranks really high up there. Everyone can listen to 230-some fucking episodes. It's February 5th, like I said. Welcome back on the show. If you're new here, we're married. We watch random movies. We hate each other's guts. hate each other's guts. (laughs) Um, and sometimes we hate the movies. Sometimes we love the movies. Like yeah. today. What else is going on? Anything? <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything else to there. Um, I, I was talking about a horror story. I hope you all uh, listened to last week's episode. Thank Andrew Zanger for being on there and providing the movie for us. Or um, send him hate mail. Yeah, or... Send or it to us, marriagemovies at, at gmail.com. Or at azdoesit on Twitter. Uh, or... Uh, I don't know. It's like Chainsaw Arms or something. It's Chainsaw Something on Instagram. Um, But, of course, if you didn't watch A Horror Story on YouTube, I actually had coworkers that tried to watch it and lasted like 10 minutes and had to turn it off. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, Not much going on here. Our house is a fucking disaster. It's not there's shit bad. everywhere. There, I'm literally, I'm looking at our, we, we, of course, because we're on our couch in our living room recording this. In the living room right now, there are... Clothes. Well, there's always two, clothes. Two different laundry baskets and clothes all over our other couch. There's baby clothes and shoes and toys all over the floor. There's a bag full of board games and toys of mine that I need to put away. There's presents for Jillian for when she actually goes on the potty. Like, it's just everywhere. It's just overwhelming. Um, Look, man. I'm back at work. Ugh. <laughs> um, so everything's just fucking happening. I'm still, like I said, I don't feel good still. Yeah, he's just being a giant douchebag. So don't worry, it's not just you. He's let this off the air too. Congrats to me. I gotta put up with it. Let's segue now into talking about this movie. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, I don't think we, we haven't done anything. Else. Yeah, we haven't, no, we haven't any done anything. We, anything. I mean, we, we've recently, we haven't done anything. It's been about a a week since we've recorded. That's it? Yeah, yeah, I guess it would be, yeah. Yeah. It's been a week since we last recorded, and that week was just filled with... Yeah. Fucking getting back things, to work. getting and, back to work. Yeah. You were sick and everything, so it's not really a lot to talk about. So cool. I'd rather talk about something enjoyable, like this movie, which brings me a lot of joy. And I think I talked about that... When we talked about the cruise and seeing um, this on the cruise, this mm-hmm. Broadway show on the cruise. That's the reason why I nominated it. Right. I nominated it's... a hairspray because we watched it on the cruise and I wanted to watch like a professional movie version. Yeah, and I talked about how much I really enjoyed this. You saw this twice in theaters, didn't you? 
Um, you took me to see this in theaters. Yes, and I went. And you went with, with Rich Camalucci. You see this three times in theaters. Hetero life mate. Because I know I saw this with Tony Colt and somebody that's not his wife. <laughs> Did you see this with Rich, though? I thought you did. <coughs> I don't remember. I, I know I saw it at least twice. I know I you saw, saw it with, with you, me. I don't think I saw it with Rich. Maybe I did see it three times. I mean, I was working in theater, so I could fucking go for free. But that seems like a little bit too much. Like, I saw, like, The Dark Knight in theaters three times. Like, I, I don't see, like, anything more than twice Ooh, hardly me, ever I, in I, theaters. I, I burped there. Uh-huh. I actually tried to vomit, um, but But this movie has, out, holds a special a... place in my heart, which we'll get to here in a second. Um, Hairspray is today's movie. Allow me to read the box. Where the fuck does this is a really w- poorly laid out package because is it's it? got all the extras uh-huh, up top, uh-huh. then this like dead don't, space. Don't don't use that as a gimmick I'm not, I'm not, for I'm your. Not. You know, is there something on the front to read? No, there's nothing. I'm double. Sure. I'm telling you, there's it's like it's just it's just orange. You would think this is Garfield the movie. Uh, two big thumbs up, said Richard Roper and Dave Carger, a uh, guest critic for Ebert and Roper. It's 1962, and change is in the air in Baltimore. Tracy Turnblad, a girl with big hair and big dreams, has only one passion in life, to dance on the Corny Collins show. When her chance arrives, she grooves her way into instant stardom in the eyes of teen dream Link Larkin, played by Zac Efron. But with the program's scheming stage manager, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, against her, trend-setting Tracy will need the help of her best friend Penny, played by Amanda Bynes, her big-hearted mother, John Travolta, and sassy co-host Motormouth Maybell, played by Queen Latifah, to show the world that all it takes to make a dream come true is a toe-tapping beat and a little hairspray. Oh, that was wordy as fuck. That was close. That wasn't close at all. All right, we've almost read the same number of boxes. Oh, look at that. Look you've how we've read, up. I know. You've read 20. I've read 21. You've had eight fuck-ups, I've had six fuck-ups. And this is episode... We're in the 230s. 230-something, I mean, so we're getting getting down to the nitty-gritty. I mean, it's, it's getting to the point now where like I actively need to know what episode number we're on. Yeah, because... To make sure. This is episode 233. What we're recording right now? Yes, we're Okay, so we're getting down there, so we're yeah, getting there. a little bit so. of time left. Um, so... I'm a musical theater kid. I started I started uh, theater in 2004. Oh, why? <laughs> I'm not going over this again. Uh, what are you talking about? I think our audience wants to know why you got into theater. Shut up. What, in, what interested you in musical theater? Pussy. In 2004 uh, is when I started. 2005 was my first, uh, like, district competition. And uh-huh. a district competition... All the other high schools, obviously, in the district would compete, and they uh, gave out, you know, ratings, and whoever the best one was in certain categories got what was called Critics' Choice. Um, and the first, the first year, I only did two years, but the first year, I just remember it was, we actually hosted that year, and all of like the musical numbers were incredible. Um, ours, we didn't get Critics' Choice; we did Time Warp by Rocky Horror Picture Show, and ours it was whatever. Um, we were more successful in the acting categories, but, um, I remember that year, like the, the, all the musical scenes, like I just loved all of them. There was an, I love you. You're perfect. Now change. I don't know if you're familiar with that musical at all. It was like an indie musical. Mm. Very funny. I had it on my iPod for a very long time until it got like corrupted in some way. First time I ever saw rent, like it was, they did rent 
from Rent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best one was they did You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray, which I think at that point was like that and Avenue Q were like the newest, hottest musicals. Right. You know, for and Wicked were like the newest, hottest musicals of the past like five years that like everybody wanted to do. Um, so that's how I like I knew of it. And then I just always, it always stuck with me. So obviously when this came out, I was interested. Um, as evident by the fact that I saw it in theaters anywhere from two to six times, apparently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's kind of my connection with it. Um, I've seen it many times. Afterwards, we saw it live with a boat crew. Um, which was fine. Like they were like we talked about. They were fine. They were fine. They were fine. There's actually a couple people who I preferred uh, in that version to this. Really? Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. My connection yeah. to this is just. Oh, and also, sorry. One last oh. connection is my best friend in the entire world's whole family is from Baltimore, and they all talk and sound like this, and it's really jarring. Go on. My connection to this is just. Um, I love movies, obviously, because I have a movie podcast and. I own a lot of movies, and I love watching movies, um, and I love music. I think I've talked about it before, uh, all through high school and it's after college. Eight hundred of our episodes. Yep. I've worked in a music store, and music's a really big part of my life, and I love listening to lyrics and things like that. And I wish, oh, I wish I could sing and had a musical bone in my body, but I don't, unfortunately. So even though I wish I could. Star in a performance of Hairspray. I sadly cannot, because I am tone deaf. You couldn't star in a production of Hair or a production of Spray. I don't know what Spray the musical would be. I could do Spray. I could do Spray. Spray the musical would probably be about something pretty gross. Just going to guess. Anyway. Anyway. This is one of my favorite musicals. Um, I just, yeah, I'm a big fan of... Have you ever seen the John Waters original movie? No. Yeah, you did. I, 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 I did. I've seen parts of it, actually, with Ricky Lake and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I've yeah, seen parts. Divine. Yeah, but I, I, I... It's one of the few John Waters movies that is actually watchable. Um, that and Serial Mom. Because uh, I've seen others. I saw Pink Flamingos, which is... You can't even, it doesn't even count. I mean, it's a movie, but it doesn't even fucking count. I'm buying it, so we have movie. to watch on this. Show. I I will honestly not watch it. You like, have to. If you bought it, if you bought it, I would literally throw it away. I'd watch it in film school. That's against the rules. I'm gonna fuck. I will not watch. Do you know what happens in Pink Flamingos? No. I'm gonna give you a, a brief quiz right now. Which of these things does not happen in Pink Flamingos? Chicken fucking, shit eating, incest, trans, fellatio, uh. Fat people covered in eggs. Um, I'm going to go with all of the above. They all happen. Yep, absolutely. It's it's like, her, like I've never seen so many people walk out of a fucking classroom in my life. I sat through the whole fucking thing because I was like, I, I knew it was coming, but I'd, so I had watched it before. Um, so if the fact that like that guy can make those movies, <laughs> and then he makes something like Hairspray, um, obviously he didn't write this, he didn't write the musical, they took the basis of the movie and made this musical. Um, it's it's a good story. Uh, when we were on the cruise, it was funny. I think I even made a comment. I'm like, so the show, I think, was 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
So they, 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 they truncated some things because it's a normal, like, two-act musical. Same thing with this. One of my biggest gripes about the movie is it cuts out one of my personal favorite songs and one of the most famous songs from the movie, Mama Big Girl Now. Um, cause it but really... hey, so did the show that we saw on the ship. Well, they didn't cut the, they just cut one of the people out of it, <laughs> or she just disappeared. Um, but, but I get why the movie cut it out because it didn't fit in with some this of story. some of the changes they made, um, and also because one of the actresses probably couldn't sing her part for it. Two of them probably couldn't sing their part for it. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I thought on the cruise, like I'm like, man, well, this, no. this is. I mean, she can say, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll okay. get there. Um, so I was like, man, how are they going to gloss over, like, for this big boat and this being, like, a pretty, like, you know, World Caribbean's, like, pretty PG, PG-13. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how are they going to, like, gloss over, you know, like, the segregation and, like, race relations in this movie? And I even made a comment, like, man, this movie, this is going to be pretty quick. <laughs> how are they going to, like, jump around in this? And they didn't, you know, to their credit, which is, which is good. Because um, it tackles... It tackles a really heavy subject, and it does so with a lot of good tongue-in-cheek humor, and but a lot of sincerity as well. Um, yeah, I from watching it this time, I noticed with this particular version something I had noticed before, and that I think that. What I like about it the most are the songs and the the songs and the story, mm-hmm. not necessarily the characters and the performances. Because yeah. even in this and also the original Broadway recording, there are like just some big glaring holes in each one, or there are so many polarizing. Well, let's get to specifics because. It's really hard to talk in gen- generalities when we're talking about specific performances. Well, well, well we're not well, we're not there yet. Well, let's get there. Well, I, well, I want to get to more so just in general, you know, so we both enjoy them. I mean, I still thoroughly like it. I think musically, like, you know, modernly, I think it has some of the, the best songs. Like, You Can't Stop the Beat always fucking oh, kills fantastic. me. Welcome to Baltimore is great. Um, Welcome to the 60s is fantastic. Mama and Big that. Girl Now, mm-hmm. even though it's not in this, is great. Um, Without Love is another one. Like, very, very good songs. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great score, great soundtrack. Great, uh, wonderful set pieces, wonderful. Like, everything that makes up the movie, art mm-hmm. direction, um, costuming, it puts you in, in the spot. And like I said, the story itself, you know, it has, you know, two main parts of it, a girl who wants to stand out, you know, despite her, not shortcomings, but despite her being how, how she is. Well, how I'm trying to be sensitive. I don't want to say. You don't have to be sensitive. She's a fat girl. She doesn't fit in. She's a fat girl in the sixties and nobody wanted to give her the time of day trying to get her time of day while also, you know, these really, these race relations are going on. Um, Yeah. It's a really, it's a really good story. Um, is there anything that you don't like about any of that before we get into like performances and stuff? No. So there's, you have no problems, no issues. You're Aside just, from performances and stuff, yes. no, yeah, I, no, I think it's fantastic. Um, 
knowing the musical the way I do, like I said earlier, I have some of the changes are I, I understand some of them. There's a couple I don't. Like what? Um, so changes I understand. So I mentioned I mentioned uh, you know my mom and girl now I understand being cut because the Penny's mom character is kind of an afterthought in this. Even though you have fucking Alice and Janie doing it, um, she doesn't have like her. Uh, redemption at the end by like accepting Penny. She's just still like ranting and raving and you know mm-hmm. falling over her seat and whatnot. Um, and then also the um, oh my God, I'm forgetting the characters' names. Michelle Pfeiffer and Brittany Snow. The Tussles. Mm-hmm. Von Tussles. Von Tussles. Sorry. Um, they also like at the end of the musical, like they join. You can't stop the beat. Um, and they also kind of have this, like, underlying hope of, like, redemption. Again, I understand that. But why does everybody have to be redeemed? It, it's funny, That's what I'm saying. That's one of the ones I, I'm yeah, fine with. Like, it's a no. shitty movie if everyone gets redeemed. Yeah, they're, they're not even redeemed, but, like, they just, like, kind of join in the fun. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. Like, you know, it's a movie. You have to keep that mm-hmm. up. I get that part. Um, the main thing I don't like about the difference with the movie and stuff is how, like, unrealistic the end plays out in terms of, like, the voting and the contest and, like, Inez winning. Like, that doesn't happen in, like, in the, in the, in the actual musical. Like, Tracy wins, which makes sense. She's been in it for the entire time, not the past five minutes. <laughs> yeah, man, but... And they even have to, like, fully edit in James Martin's explanation. Like, she got a ton of calls. Like, in, in like, like crazy amount like yeah there's 10 phones there there's no way that this this little girl got that many votes to be you know people that have been up for a month no it's just it's unnecessary it's totally they use it as a reason why the show was now segregated integrated and and jesus christ it integrated (laughs) sorry 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 to end segregation is what i meant to say Mm -hmm. why the show was integrated they're like because she won now we have to be well, no, it, it, we have you have to be because the other side like made their point and Link or dances you, with her. Like you have to be because that's what people that's want. Yeah, the yeah. way the world is going. They, they use it as they use that as the reason, and I was like, no, like you okay. can just make it make sense anyway. Besides the fact that there's no way that that many people in Baltimore called. You don't know. That, you don't know that. Were you there? You don't know. Samantha. What? Stop. Stop defending these awful plot holes. It's not an awful plot hole. It's a pretty big awful. She could have gotten hole. a flood of calls. Look. Mm-hmm. People vote for what they want to see and what they like to see. Mm-hmm. Even though these two white women were there the whole time, they probably got a lot of votes. But all of the people who Lil Nez represented probably voted when they saw her dancing on the show. They said, oh, I want her to win. It's mathematically impossible. It's not math. How do you know? What are the re- what are the ratios the of blacks she- to whites from the t- <laughs> in Baltimore? Not this. From the moment she's seen on screen to when they announced the winner, it's literally like less than five minutes. You don't know how many people voted though. There could have only been 100 people who voted. They only got two tables of phones. It doesn't matter. Jerry Lewis, if, if that was the case, the Jerry Lewis telephone should have raised $6 trillion. People in Baltimore don't have that kind of money. I'm not saying from Baltimore. 
Let's be. I feel like Tope and you're RJ right now. This is driving me nuts. You don't understand my. Yeah, I just called you RJ. Exactly. Exactly. I hope that hurts you to your fucking core. They are now back on Arcade Audio, celebrating White Rap History uh, White Rap History Month. Uh, go to arcadeaudio.net and watch RJ Hates Rap. I think I'm having Watch a- it. Just watch, you know, listen to it. I think I'm having a heart attack. That's all it took was calling you RJ? What's up, Ralph? Uh, anything else you want to add to this, Ralph, before we continue? I'll call you Ralph the rest of the show. I'm not saying that. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's very possible. Mm-hmm. I think that you're just such a cynic. Realist. No, you're not. You're not a realist because you want everybody to be have this redemption arc at the end. It's no, not I fucking... D- nothing, not everything has to be tied up with a nice bow. I said that's one of the changes that I, I liked and I appreciated. Yeah, I go, it's okay. That's what you sound like. <laughs> it's not. Um... What was there? There's a new song in this too. I feel like was there a song that didn't exist in the musical? Because they always do that, you know. But no, I don't think it was because I nothing got nominated. They, yeah, but I don't think that they did that. Okay, um, never mind. In this, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was songs that were omi- omitted, but there weren't. Right, songs I don't that think that added. they made one. Right, yeah, I, I don't I think, think that they right. added one. I think you're right. Um. um Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. And this movie came out 12 years ago. Yeah. In 2007. Yeah, summer of 07. It's crazy. They were going to make a sequel. I would have I would have watched they, it. They were to come I would have watched it the shit Most, most people didn't want to do it because they're like, no, what, what are we doing? Why? Yeah, sequel? like, yeah. why do you need a sequel? Exactly, Mamma Mia. Excuse me. No comment. Um, no comment. Hey, hey. How do you think uh, Dominic enjoyed his ice cream sandwich? So let's get it. All right, so let's get into performances and stuff because that's going to be the bulk of like where I'm taking this. So from watching this, the number one thing that takes me out of the movie. Oh, there were two new songs: "The Lady's Choice." Okay, makes and sense. And "Come So Far, Got So Far to Go" during the end credits. Which doesn't count. Um, the new girl in town. As well. That makes sense. Uh, well, it was originally written for the music, for the Broadway show, but the, was discarded. Yeah. They were both, they were both super short. Like, they're not like anything yeah. like major. Um, Ladies' Choice is the one that they play at the school, right? Yeah. That yeah. He and that basically takes up for, because Link sings that other song in the, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so my gripe is that a lot of these parts, a lot of these characters are hard to play. And I feel like... I feel like people that I know that have done them have shortcomings with them. That ultimately, like, if somebody else were doing it, it would be even better. Like, this movie is very good in general, and and the show is very good in general. Mm -hmm. But if you listen to, just as an example, because I did this after I watched this, because I specifically thought of, like, a couple songs in this from, like, Oh man, those aren't those are a little rough in parts because of certain because of certain people's choices and because of certain people's lack of singing ability. Who we will get to, um, and then I listened to the Broadway cast and I was like, okay, so those still like the same problems happen. <laughs> 
So just like as an example. All right, so I'll, I'll rip the, the bandaid off of one of them. I think we know who you're talking about. No, I'm talking about multiple people. I'm not talking about just one. I'm talking about multiple people. Um, so Edna Turnblad is a very difficult character to play. I think it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. I think John Travolta does a fine job. Yeah, I think he does a good job. Which is a good summation of, I think, his career. He does fine. Um, God God knows he's having a great time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope you can hear everything I mean with that. Um, I think everyone can. I think everyone But, can. like, I hear it in, like, the way he, like, sings certain things and the way he does certain things, it just sounds a little, like, hokey and a little off so specifically in um you're timeless to me and also you can't stop the beat it just like is it's like it feels held back a little bit and then i go listen to harvey firestein gargle rocks for three minutes doing it i'm like okay well that's more authentic i guess to the character but it doesn't necessarily mean that it sounds better you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just these different layers. so like I'm not saying that the guy we saw on the cruise was better than Harvey Firestein and John Travolta at it, but I think in terms of like him singing and performing some of it, I think he did a better job in parts than those other two. But Harvey Firestein is the quintessential Edna Turnblad because, I mean, listen to him. Look at him. I should call Rich right now, and I should make him do his Harvey Firestein on this show. Do it. Ah. <sighs> Maybe later. Maybe later. Uh, I would try it myself right now, but I want to actually sleep with my throat the way that it is right now. Do you see at all what I'm talking about in that one instance? Another instance for this movie would be Queen Latifah's Motormouth Maybell. She's not the best singer. That character should fucking burn the fucking house down in her two moments where she gets to burn the house down. When she wraps up, you can't stop the beat. And when she does, um, what's the fucking, like, the marching song. I forget the name of the marching song. is. Like, those moments, again, like, not to bring it back to this fucking shitty show we saw on the cruise, but the woman that did her was a great soul singer. Yeah, like, so like Queen Latifah's a rapper. Yeah, I mean, she can sing. She can sing. But she's not Aretha Franklin. Right, or, yeah. like, an Etta James, just, yeah. like, with that voice. Yeah. I, but I can see... At the same moment, I, I went back and listened to You Can't Stop the Beat, and the woman that did it at the end as well, I was still like, still like, you're missing that mmm of it. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's just something about these two specific instances. Um, there's others that are more egregious, which we'll get to when we get to LVP's nominees. She's not the LVP, man. Who do you think I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. Who am I talking about? You're talking about Amanda Bynes. She's not my LVP. Really? But she's the worst singer in, on the movie by She's well, not a singer. Far. So don't fucking hire her. Like, so... But Penny's not a singer. She's not. But she should show some kind of growth. Like, her character growth should match vocally. Like, she should get better as the show goes on as a way to show, like, how she's growing. So... Again, bringing you back to what I'm talking about, the original Broadway recording, Hairspray, the best singer and You Can't Stop the Beat is fucking Penny. Penny fucking kills it. She sounds amazing. And that's great because, like, earlier on, like, as she's, you know, shy, naive, not, you know, tasting chocolate yet, like, 
I was waiting to see. I honestly thought you were going to go so dirty with that. Nope. I'm glad you didn't. I would never. You're classing it up. I, I, I'm a classy guy. Uh, but Amanda Bynes' deaf mute singing. But she still has her moments. Like, she still, like, when she, like, kind of, you know, like, has, like, a little attitude to it, it's fine. When she's trying to, like, hit the notes and the levels that that song's supposed to be sung at, it's like, no, fucking stop. Don't do it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a juxtaposition. Okay. Uh, between one and the other. And, like, it for me, it messes me up because of how well I know it. You know who else is a terrible singer? You. Yes. You know who else is a terrible singer who? in this movie? Who? Who I think probably should have been someone who could sing since they do have a big duet. Love song. Probably a Christopher great Christopher Walken is a great singer. He's a terrible He he's sings not. exactly like he speaks. Yes, yeah, it means, means he's great. No. No. He is a classically trained dancer and singer. He enjoys to sing and dance. <laughs> no, he is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But he's not I'm good at in this. Specific here. Hold on while I'm waiting. No, I looked at the wrong thing. Hold on. He's he not is. a good singer in this. No, he's not. Broken down Chevy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but he's kind of got that the, the old crooner. Oh, he's 75 no, okay. years old. The day that Christopher Walken dies, I'm literally calling out of work for bereavement. <laughs> I'm just like, like, hey, my uncle died. Oh, I'm so sorry. Who, what was his name? My uncle Chris. Oh, is that your name after? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, we just watched uh, America's Got uh, America's Got Talent, the champion edition. Mm-hmm. They had Sal, what is his last name? Sal Valentinetti. Sal Valentinetti Camelucci on here. He's a crooner. He's sure. a singer crooner. Christopher Walken is not a crooner. Christopher Walken sings like... I'm a crooner! Um, look, he... It says nowhere that he has any musical or dancing experience or training at all. At all. What are you, what are you looking at? I mean, this is Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to find anything, and it's just not nope. there, man. But I know that... He, I'm sure he's done stuff. Um, so, I, I I got curious because of course, like at, like plays and musicals. Oh, he had a tap dancing striptease in 1981 in the movie Pennies from Heaven. Exactly. That's oh, that's what he's going after. Exactly. Okay. All right. I'm um, sorry. I apologize for criticizing his singing and dancing. I'm so sorry. More than more than what Amanda Bynes fucking did. Um, so, uh, if you do you know the other people that have played some of these parts on Broadway, like notable Broadway replacements? No. So, um, nothing major for Tracy. It's normally kind of like the same, you know, type of people. People that have been Edna Turnblad after after Harvey Firestein, uh, Michael McKeon. I think that'd be oh, all right. Oh wow, probably. yeah, I think that'd be good. Bruce Valanche. That'd be terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, John Panette, who's now passed on, I believe. Uh, Paul Voigt. And uh, George Went. <laughs> I would love to see George Went be Harvey, uh, be Edna Turnblad. Uh, of course, um, Jerry Mathers, the Beeve. 
was Wilbur Turnblad at one point. So was Drew Carey somewhere. Um, and then there was one other one I wanted to specifically point out. Oh, uh, Lance Bass was, was once Corny Collins. Uh, go figure. Oh, so was John Stamos. Um, Aaron Tavit was Link Larkin. So was Ashley Parker Angel. Can you imagine going to Hairspray and sitting down and wanting to enjoy a nice Broadway musical and having the douche from O-Town on stage? That would suck. Um, Unless you liked O-Town. Oh, so was Nick Jonas at one point. Uh, Corbin Blue. What show was this? Oh, there was a Hollywood Bowl version. Okay, whatever the fuck that means. Um, Oh, Alexa Vega was Penny Pingleton. That's what I was going to get to. Oh, don't you said... (laughs) I don't know that. Oh, our new segment, I forgot. Hey, Alexa. Who is your favorite person to ever be Edna Turnblad? I haven't picked a favorite yet. In the meantime, I've got a great joke. Want to hear it? Sure. Sure. What do you call chess players showing off in a hotel lobby? Chestnuts boasting in an open foyer. <laughs> That's been all for this week's episode. We just got upstaged by our echo. This, just, is, this is an amazing new segment. We just got upstaged by our echo. <sighs> Haley Duff was also once... She was uh, Amber Von Tessel. So was Aubrey O'Day. You forgot Aubrey O'Day. I didn't forget anything. Um, so that that's kind of where I'm getting with some of these characters and some of these roles and performances is that there's a lot of okay in them, and they they hurt my overall enjoyment of this of this movie. So it makes it difficult for me to do MVP and LVP because to me there's a lot of cases that could be made against either one because so many people fall like right in the middle. So I'm going to ask you to kind of lead the way and I will vehemently agree and disagree if I need to. Okay. Where do you want to start? Well, I think we need to finish talking about the whole cast. The whole cast. Well, we will talk about the whole cast as we, as we name our MVP and OVP. I think that we need to do kind of like a, a power ranking. I didn't say that. For this. I think I said it while we were watching this movie as well. I said, I think we're going to need to do a power ranking for this. Just because some of the performances are very close and some of them are... are so there's 11 not. people on the box. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah, they're okay. the ones who got top billing. Yes, so we will decide between those 11, because I don't think anybody else... It's Edna Turnblad, Velma Von Tessel, um, Wilbur, Penny Pinkleton, Corny, Corny Collins, Motormouth, Motormouth, Amber, Amber Link, Seaweed, Seaweed, Penny's Mom, and Tracy. Okay. Um, sorry, Jerry Stiller. I think you'll be fine. That's okay! No, I can't do it, Jerry. That was, that was Regis Philbin taking a shit. Is what that was. <laughs> oh. Who wants to crap? <laughs> hey, Alexa. Sorry to ask this, but is Regis Philbin still alive? Don't fucking turn off. Hey, Alexa. Is Regis Philbin alive? Regis Philbin is still alive. He is 87 years old. Damn. <laughs> um, 
All right. So, well, okay. So, who would be, which way direction you want to go? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to decide. See, you came into this already having these preconceived things about comparing them to previous performances no, 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 no. and all that, and I don't think that that's fair because I think I'm that not. this ensemble. I, I will judge them based on their own individual merits in this. For me, watching it and enjoying it, there were things that I heard that I hadn't heard before in yeah, a different way. That, that's th- all that I was. I just saying. think that, and I had written this down in my notes watching this movie that I thought that this cast played together very well. I oh, thought uh, that they did a great job. I thought it was a really good ensemble. I thought that they sounded think, very good together. I think they had great chemistry, and I think yes. they were very good together in always in non-speaking situations. I, I thought that they sung very well together. Overall. For the most part. I thought it was a great ensemble. For the most part. They, I, I, think it's, I think it's still a good ensemble. For the most part, I think they did fine. Um, there were just moments where it was kind of like, eh. oh, another person who's not going to be on this list who I also liked was the station manager. <laughs> Chubby communist girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like my favorite line. Uh, Paul Dooley is who that who that was. Paul Dooley. I, yeah. I, that's like one of my favorite lines. I want that chubby communist girl off the show. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to the character named Noreen. The first movie we watched that had a character named Doreen. Noreen. 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 All right, I'm going to rip the bandaid off. My bottom, if we're going to start at the bottom. We can start at the bottom. I made I made a I I made light of Amanda Bynes, who I think an argument could still be made, but I'll but she has the character of her down. Yes, I thought she was a great Penny Pingleton. Also, she eye raped Elijah Kelly in every scene that they were in. I together. mean, that was the that's the character. Yeah, I know. The whole point. She did a very good job. She that. did a I'm great job. Her. I mean, she was awesome. And, John Travolta, and this was right before she went crazy. Yeah, and you're either gonna hate John Travolta or love John Travolta. But this. this was right. Be- I want to get back to Amanda Bynes. Are we talking about Amanda Bynes right now or not yet? I don't think so, not yet. Oh, good, okay. I'll save what I was uh, So my LVP would be Brittany Snow. She just does nothing oh. for me. Hmm. Why? I think I said that same exact sentence for Pitch Perfect, and you thought I was crazy. Did I? Yes. I had wanted Brittany Snow for LVP. I thought she was terrible in Pitch Perfect, and you I were like, oh, no. Oh no, she was really good. I enjoyed her singing. I don't think that was the case at all. Hold that on. was totally the case. You can tell my big book. Totally the case. I really wanted her to be the LVP. It's just she's she's typical like. like don't don't child. consult the book, and make sure. No, fuck, she's not here. <laughs> she's not there because I wanted her to be the LVP, and you said no. It's not that she's a bad singer, but. To me, she's very much like a like a, a child stage actress. <gasps> Ink. Oh, I almost threw up. <laughs> oh, it's pretty. It's pretty snow. Don't let me talk about her anymore. I almost picked egg salad everywhere. Fuck. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, you ever had egg salad twice? Um, uh, the LVP. Oh, it was, it was fucking McLovin. That's why. Yeah, it's fucking McLovin. He sucks. He was in it for like two minutes. Yeah, he was bad. But I thought that Brittany Snow was more egregious because she carried so much more weight in the movie. But her nodes, man. Her nodes. <laughs> I think it's her for this. She's just not a very good actress and she's annoying. About time. All right, so Brittany Snow is the LVP. About fucking time. I, but I, I will say that, you know, even though we are power ranking them and, you know, it's... it's. Oh, now you're going to backtrack and she's say the she's worst. Okay. Well, no, no, no. I thought that being like this bratty spoiled girl who always got what she wanted because her mother was a station 
was the station manager. She, mm-hmm. The mom was the station manager. The other guy was her boss. Mm-hmm. So whose mom was the station manager. I thought that she portrayed that well, but she still sucked. Yeah. Uh, Allison Janney's great. Allison Janney's not the MVP of the movie. No, but she's I, great, but she didn't do enough. I don't yeah, know why so, she got top billing. She was in like two minutes. With her, she's in more than that. No, but. she's not. She's in the scene with Edna about her undergarments, mm-hmm. and then she's in the scene where she ties Penny to the bed. And then, well, and Tracy's in the house. And Tracy's and... in the house, and then oh, that's that's the other part of the story I don't like is the whole like Tracy's a fugitive and they has, she has to be hidden and like her hitting the cop and the mark like that whole little like side angle right I there. I thought that it was really. F- no, I thought not. it was funny and very true that like she. Hit him with the sign, didn't do anything to him, and then people are saying that like she, she like, like stabbed him with a fucking stabbed him with a pitchfork or something, or something yeah. like. Uh, something I do like apart from the play is that she doesn't get breaking out by like a blowtorch and hairspray through bars of fucking, and then without love becomes that, yeah, better choice in the movie than yeah, in the yeah, play. better choice in the movie. So I we'll, like that whole yeah. Thing so we'll put Allison Janney tenth just because she did not again negative of her. She just didn't do a lot. Um... I don't think I can go much higher on... I can't go much higher, I think, on Christopher Walken. I hate to say that, but... I was going to say Queen Latifah. Okay. Just because... I think Queen Latifah and then Christopher Walken. I I mean, he was good. Then you go for it! Yeah. You get a lot of good Walken moments. He's not going to be the MVP of the movie. I'm just saying, like, let me... I don't think I can go higher than that. I, Come I really on. don't. Over who? Uh, who would you put next instead? Probably either mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer. No, she did great. Some I loved walking. her Miss Baltimore Crabs. That was great. Right, that cool. number. I thought she did such a good job and She's okay. She is she's overacts a little bit too much for me, but in this. That's that's yeah. the point. You missed the point. I did miss the point. All right, so we, we put walk in eight for whatever stupid reason. Uh, I'm not going much higher for her, though. She's not Fine. the MVP. Fine. I, th- I thought she was better than So I would, put, I would put right here in this kind of middle part, I would put Michelle Pfeiffer. I would put Elijah Kelly, who's very good, and I don't know why he is not in more. I know. I thought he was phenomenal. I, I really love him. I think he's very good. Oh, he's been in a bunch of things that we just didn't see. Probably. He was in Red Tails, that yeah, that's movie. A, yep. L- Lee Daniels, the butler. Yep. The Wiz Live. Yep. We ain't watching any of that. <laughs> the new edition story yep. of Star. Yep. Oh, he's the same age as us. We're missing all that. Um, another person that's not on the list here that I don't necessarily like. Uh, another problem he I have with He was in 28 the... Days? Huh. That Sandra Bullock rehab movie? That came out in 2000? Yeah. Was he like four in that? What the fuck? Um, yeah, yeah, he was in that movie. Uh, another problem I have with like the end of the movie, I don't like the girl that plays Inez. She's not. I, I, yeah. That's the other problem is like she wasn't very good, so like I couldn't believe her as like the best dancer and singer out of everybody. Um, all right, so we're left with John Travolta, um, James Marsden. He should probably go on the list right now. Uh, okay. Zac Efron. Uh, Oh, even wrote Amanda. Oh, Amanda Bynes. Fuck. What? We totally forgot about Amanda Bynes. She has to go somewhere back down here. She has to be like eight or nine. Okay, wait a second. Uh, All right. I'm so writing me, her down. All right, let me talk about Amanda Bynes for a second. Sure. This was right before Amanda Bynes went batshit No, this is like a couple years before. Like 2010, 11, I think, when Amanda Bynes started like cutting her hair off and like 
That was Britney Spears. No, Amanda Bynes did the same thing. And she started, like, like sticking needles in cats and... <laughs> I don't know. She went fucking nuts, man. <coughs> it's true. She went fucking crazy. Just like Britney Spears, she has, like, a conservatorship. Like, for the rest of her life. Because, like, she can't be trusted because, like, she's, like, mentally unhealthy. She's gonna be a big ass star. She was. She was a big. I mean, like she but, was huge. Think about when we watched her on like all that and yeah. the Amanda show. I mean, like she was a huge part of our childhood. She was in mm-hmm. some great movies. She was great gonna be television. Like, she was like, gonna be easy, great. Like, they put her in Easy A with like Emma Stone because like she was like a name. Right. Like and she could easily. She could easily. She could easily been like. Emma Stone or, like, Jennifer Lawrence or, like, somebody like that. You know what I mean? But instead, she, like, went off the deep end and started, you know, doing, like, hookah out of butts. And, you know, I'm just making up, like, rash things. Yeah, I but no, yeah, she, um, in 2013 is when it was. Uh... Yeah. Um, well, she, like, stopped acting and then she just, like, was, like, off the grid. Um, so, yeah. All right, so we're done with four. I think James Morrison's got to be here. Okay, but let me just say something about James Marston. <laughs> We've had a storied history of James Marsden, particularly last year on this podcast. So for him not to be LVP... I'm very proud that he's not LVP. I was happy when we saw him. I was like, oh yeah, he's not going to be the LVP. Good for you, James Marsden. It's good to watch him be exactly who he needs to be. A character named Corny. Like, that's just James Marsden. But I feel like he had fun in this role. He has fun. He's good at that type of stuff. He can look around without wearing glasses. Or a visor. Or a visor. He didn't poop jelly beans. He didn't poop jelly beans and hop either. He watched nothing. He watched nothing poop jelly beans. He'd watch a green screen poop jelly beans. Well, he didn't have to do that here. And uh, I think he had fun doing it, so. Um, All right, well, I think think by doing this, I think I've made up my mind. So I would have number three be John Travolta. I, I still think John Travolta did a really good job in this. And this is something that I think people didn't expect from him. Well... I mean, he's done the musicals before. I'm not going to expect John Travolta course. to be in a musical and dress up like a woman. Of course I am. <laughs> Very much going to... Really? John Travolta has paid the Church of Scientology mm-hmm. millions of dollars to yeah. hide all of his secrets. <laughs> yep. And Kelly Preston is a trooper. Yep. Um, I think the MVP of this movie is Nikki Blonsky. You just don't want to give it to Zac Efron. I think... I think Zac Efron does such a good job. And he I does think, a great job. He does a great job. I think that we need to buy and do a high school music. I think that no. I'm going to change... No, that's not fucking allowed. My bet. That's not allowed. Nope. We shook on... I can't believe I'm fighting for Beverly Hills Chihuahua right now. Okay. We, we, we set... Up what we were doing. Okay. And that's what we're doing. But Zac Efron, and I think we've talked about this in some of the movies. We've seen actually quite a few Zac Efron movies on this podcast. We saw Dirty Grandpa most recently. We saw both Neighbors movies, both which Neighbors he was movies, in a former MVP. Which he was great in. Yes. We saw Parkland, which was not a great movie. Um, um, this is his best being in the 60s movie. Um, <laughs> he's very good in this, and you see what he's going to be. He's, he's really good. At he's this. really good. He's still a little too. He didn't know how to sing without holding a basketball. To be fair, 
That's not what he, I'm getting at. The, the, he, he, he went into this right after High School Musical. No, he didn't. He's, That's a lie. He's a little... Is that a lie? No, know. yeah, no. He did this and High School Musical at the same time. He didn't know where he was. He was just singing. That's when he started, That's when he got addicted to drugs. <laughs> he did not get drugs. Yes, he did. He, he had to go into rehab. For... Sucker Fun's been through some shit. Methamphetamines, probably. Alcoholism yeah. and substance abuse. Yeah, you're not going to abuse substances and alcohol when you're doing hairspray and High School Musical at the and same he, time? He broke his jaw yeah, and of had course to have he it did. wired shut. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. He, um... He has these little moments where he's, I don't know, he's just, he's still like uh, like a Disney teeny bopper in like the worst ways to me for this. I mean, but he does, like his looks and the way that he acts and stuff is still very funny. And he, of course, does a great job singing and dancing, doing whatever. Um, But I think like. Nikki Blonsky might be she's like the great. quintessential Tracy. Like she's great. She has like the right amount of like her facial expressions are awesome. Great facial expressions. Um, she has the right amount of she's a- acting like it's like the stage performance, but it doesn't come across as overacting for the movie. It comes off as this like perfect character enthusiasm. Um, she has good moves. She's a good singer. <coughs> I like her better than any other Edna, or any Edna, any other Tracy like I've ever seen. Yeah, it sucks. That, like she's never done anything ever again. Of course, I think she did a couple like sitcoms or whatever. But I think, I think, the fact that all these other famous people who've been doing movies for decades, I was able to like kind of pinpoint something each time, mm-hmm. or for each of them. They had a shortcoming, but for her, I can't come up with one. Is pretty impressive in in and of itself because she also has to carry a, you know, yeah, for lack of a better word, the bulk of the movie. Um, look, I'm not proud of it. I just had to say it. Okay, sorry. Um, so are we kind of in agreement on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'll be her, her sole MVP <laughs> because we'll never see her in anything ever again. Um, but again, that sucks, and she's she's fantastic. She really is very good. And she also rarely um, was like kind of like, she was like 18 when this movie was made. So it was kind of made, it was kind of perfect. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, I, I honestly go, was going to this. I was like, well, this is John Travolta's. And then like just watching it, I was just like. I think John Travolta does a great job though. I really do. He just has. But some of the singing I felt could have should have been. It's it's very stronger. muted. Stronger, right? Yeah, it's muted. I know what he's capable of. I mean, we've seen him in musicals before. Like he, you know what he's capable of, and I just, just feel like, like I said, he didn't most bring people, it. He's better at being Edna, not singing. Like he has like, right. these little like yes. He has like these little like uh, like Arn. body language or like like or, or facial expressions. The way he says earn. Um, right. I really liked his performance, acting performance of Edna. I think the singing and stuff was still good, but it wasn't great, and it could have been great. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. Also, I, I wish the movie had the balls to have Chris Rock and John Travolta just fucking make out like 10 minutes of it. You'd want to watch that? Nope. <laughs> I thought about it. Why are you talking? You're not the third person on the show. Stop it. We didn't say your name. <laughs> the new battle we're getting into on the show is our Echo wanting to add its fucking thoughts and everything. Um, anything else that we didn't cover? So we did the power rankings of everybody here. Brittany Snow's the LVP. Nikki Blonsky's the MVP. 
Um, went over all the songs we liked. Went over... Well, we didn't, you didn't dislike anything, so... As usual, you not being a critic. You just being a mindless sheep, just enjoying what's being put in front of you. Why is that so bad? Because we're reviewing it. I liked it. What's the problem? There's no problem. You're adorable. Thank you. You're welcome. Now let me nominate my movie. Well, it's score time. Oh, I was I was really excited. Oh, great. Uh, I picked it. You scored first. I mean, I, I, I really like this movie. I really enjoy it. I mm-hmm. could watch it all the time. I mm-hmm. was very excited to see the musical. Um, I love listening to it. I think it's a great movie. I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. Um, for all the reasons that you just outlaid. So an 8.25 for Hairspray. I think that's fair. I think yeah, that's I really think that's good. Fair. It's okay. a lot better than any, mon- any Mamma Mia. So. Your nominations, which horrify okay. me. So, I always like to relate yep. my nominated movies mm-hmm. with what we're watching. Either the acting or the theme or whatever it is. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we are lucky enough to get Joke DVD and Blu-ray gifts from our friend Andrew Zangry. He gave us what was what did he give us? Four copies of what movie? I believe uh, it was Freestyle with Corbin Blues and High School Musical with Zac Efron. That's a connection. I'm not nominating that. Oh, good. I'm gonna nominate because doing my research, I'm gonna nominate Mystery Men. I honestly don't even know if we own Mystery Men. We should. Definitely on Mystery Men. I don't think we do. All right, if we don't own Mystery Men, then it'll be Breaking Free. Or Freestyle, I'm sorry. Okay. Breaking Free is a song from High School Musical. Uh-huh. That Corbin Blue was in. Great. And then Set It Off? We don't own Set It Why Off. Why don't we own Set It Off? That's a we great movie. We own 2,000 fucking movies, and you can't... And we don't own the movies that I like. Set It Off's a great movie with Queen Latifah. We don't own Set It Off. You have not nominated Buffy the Vampire Slayer before. So those are your picks? Freestyle and Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes, I look forward to watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Fuck, fine. All right. I'm sure that you'll have good friend of the show Tatiana on that episode. Also, because what we have to watch six fucking Rocky movies. I'm just saying, on that episode whenever it comes. And then, I think we also... Freestyle is the only movie that we we're going to break the rule for. I made multiple copies of Freestyle, so every time we draw, we have to rewatch it. So technically, we shouldn't be able to nominate it, but I'm not going to let it slide. Because now it just has to be wait until it comes out of the box each time. Cool. I mean, we have four copies. I'm aware we have four copies. So Buffy the Vampire Slayer is coming up sometime soon. We are still backlogged with Rockies. We have to watch Rocky 3, 4, and 5. Hopefully, that'll be next week's episode. Don't count on it. Buffy's probably going to have to be next. Because we don't have anything else. Because we only the thing we have to watch is Serenity, and we don't watch Firefly. That's going to be a summer project. Fun fact, Zac Efron is in Firefly for one episode. Can't wait. Um, yes, we'll just watch Buffy and we'll get it over with. And then I'll be able to return the show to some normalcy. It's a rough start to the year. <coughs> yeah, it's been a... It's been a, been a, been a been a a minute um that's fine i'll get to watch rocky three and four and get the geek the fuck out 
and then we'll eventually get to watch Creed, and I'll be very happy. But yes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married With Movies. We encourage you, as always, to go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the other ones in our network of shows. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio to support us monetarily every single month. You'll get all kinds of goodies and bonus content there. arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets for the 2018 Mullet Awards. Please get your votes in. have a few weeks left to name the best and the worst of our show from 2018. And follow us on social media, Twitter and Facebook, and email marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. Anything else? No, I'm not asking for the plugs. I know I got the plugs right. No. You don't know the fucking plugs. I know the plugs. Anything else you want to add, RJ? I know our plugs better than RJ knows our plugs. Well, of course he does. I bet there's one plug RJ knows. From Mullet. (laughs) This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Hey, Tracy, hey, baby, look at me. I'm the cutest chickie that you ever did see. Hey, Tracy, hey, baby, look at us. Where is there a team that's happening? Fabulous. I let go, go, go of the past now. Said hello to this red carpet rock. Yes, I know that the world's spinning fast now. Tell those I'm ready to step aside. Your mama's working in the 60s. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.